Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 84 Russian missiles rained down on Ukraine overnight. 84 missiles. Largest attack in one day since the war began. That's a lot. Ten different cities. I just came across this as the Russians continue to try to conscript people to fight their war. Here's a guy who looks to be about 40-something in a wheelchair. Very emaciated from whatever's got him in a wheelchair. Mm. He's been called up for combat duty. Wow. Wow. What's he going to do exactly? Yeah, there's an article out over the weekend about the thousands of Russian soldiers who are calling the Ukrainian surrender hotline. Um, You know, I haven't seen the figures myself. It's possible this is a little spin um, but, uh, yeah, I don't doubt it at all. So they've actually set up a hotline. If you would like to surrender, uh, call the hotline. We'll explain to you how to do it so you can safely surrender. And they're doing it by the thousands, allegedly. Totally different topic. Uh, big headline over the weekend uh, that PayPal had announced that anyone they find spreading disinformation or misinformation about a couple of different topics would be penalized $2,500. They would take $2,500 a year and repeated offenses would be fined repeatedly. Um, And there are a couple issues here. Number one, I came across this story and I thought, no, this can't be. This is some sort of internet rumor. This is crap. But then I saw in the Wall Street Journal that they had retracted it. 
So uh, it's bizarre. Um, I had the same reaction when I saw it. I thought it either isn't true or will get shut down or something. But because uh, it was extraordinary. But it was for real for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're going to um, yank money out of my account because you don't agree with something I said where? Well, see, that's the crazy part. Nobody makes any sort of statements on PayPal. You right, just use it right. to forward. I mean, you might have a little memo, a golf bet or whatever. Um, <laughs> sending sending Joe $50 for our restaurant tab. By the way, the vaccines don't work. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Uh, Violation of this acceptable use policy constitutes a violation of the PayPal user agreement and may subject you to damages, including liquidated damages of $2,500 per uh, violation, which may be debited directly from your PayPal account. And they have a link to the complete document. So I was just wondering, so is PayPal going to now spend time looking over everybody's... Twitter and Facebook and truth accounts to see if they say anything they don't like and then yank money out of their accounts? Exactly. It's it's crazy, which is why I didn't believe it at first. But the leak of the documents resulted in a massive outcry against PayPal on social networks. Some co-founders of the firm like Elon Musk and David Marcus were among the critics. They said it goes, quote, goes against everything uh, they believe in. Marcus uh, tweeted, Quote, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much to, but PayPal's new um, user uh, rules goes against everything I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with. Insanity. Agreed, Elon Musk quipped. PayPal is enacting private social credit, commented one Twitter user, just like Uh, they have in, in China. Right. And another user pointed out, as Jack just asked, how does PayPal know you're spreading misinformation? What are they What are they watching our social media accounts? I don't get it. And then, of course, this is always the question in this sort of stuff. Who's determining what is misinformation, disinformation, and what is okay opinion? Who's making that decision? Right, right. Uh, so contracted, contacted rather by this publication, PayPal said it was an error, quote, and I quote, a AUP acceptable use policy notice recently went out in error that included incorrect information. PayPal is not finding people for misinformation. This language is never intended to be inserted in our policy. Our teams are working hard to correct our policy pages. <laughs> so I just, We're sorry for the confusion this has caused. I just always like it whenever this happens, and this happens fairly regularly, where a statement comes out for a company and they say, that was an accident. Somebody wrote it at some point. Why would anybody ever write that? Well, exactly. Where, so where in the process was that? Who wrote it? How did it get put out? By whom? Were you going to put it out later? Why does it exist? And do you have some sort of the way your company works where just random people can put out your official company policy on your website? Oh, sorry about that. It accidentally slipped in. <laughs> what the hell? Right. Listeners who don't listen to the entire Armstrong and Getty podcast will be beaten by a hired goon. Oh, I'm sorry. That was put out in error. We apologize for the confusion. <laughs> that was incorrect information. That is not our current policy. Well, it's laughably unworkable. So it's hard to imagine who came up with the idea at all. Which one? The fines or the beatings? <laughs> no, the, the PayPal thing, yeah. Just, just, I just can't imagine PayPal having the wherewithal to peruse everybody's social media. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, and then how- you... Why and how does this even exist? Explain that, please. And if you start doing that, you know how many of us will use PayPal to move money around? Nobody. Right, right. And then another weirdly big brotherish uh, note. 
And I'm quoting Matt Taibbi here, who's quoting an old friend of his, Matt Bivens, who was the owner of the Moscow Times back in the day, uh, which was a, a newspaper, um, like an independent newspaper back when you could have that sort of thing in Russia. Um, and he's talking about uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken did a joint press conference with Canadian Foreign Minister Jolie. And you may recall the press conference because there was a fair amount of controversy when he said the Nord Stream uh, pipeline blasts were a tremendous opportunity to end the dependence on Russian energy. A lot of people said, well, wait a minute. Was that a confession that the U.S. was involved or at least in favor of it? Did the U.S. do this? And it caused a fair amount of flap. Um, But uh, quoting Taibbi now, a few public figures questioned those comments, but Blinken said something else that was worse. And I'm quoting now, Anthony Blinken. I also made clear that when Russia made this move, the United States and our allies and partners would impose swift and severe costs on individuals and entities inside and outside of Russia that provide political or economic support to illegal attempts to change the status of Ukrainian territory. We will hold to account any individual, entity, or country that provides political or economic support for President Putin's illegal attempts to change the status of Ukrainian territory, etc., In support of this commitment, the Departments of Treasury and Commerce are releasing new guidance on heightened sanctions and export control risks for entities and individuals inside and outside of Russia that support in any way the Kremlin's sham referenda, etc., etc. And as Taibbi points out, there's no way to know what a State Department official might believe meets the definition of political support in any way. Um, And he talks about the Patriot Act and all the lists that were made that came out later, then the NSA's overreach and, and the rest of it. And he says, by making lists, officials can seriously impact your life without notice or right of appeal. Even if courts later strike down the activity, and he gives a couple of examples, it may take nearly 20 years to get there. And that's assuming, A, the state discloses enough, discloses enough to make a court challenge possible, and B, they abide by any judicial rulings. And in case you're not following this, the... The the end, the takeaway is, while I have zero support in my heart and soul for Vlad Putin, for the Russian invasion of Ukraine, anything that's going on, none. I've despised Putin have for decades. Um, the idea that they're compiling lists of people who provide any political support, like maybe you go on Twitter, Facebook, or or whatever on your blog and say, you know, I think uh, in terms of Crimea and its history, Putin has a point. You know, I don't agree with that, but I think you're allowed to say that. Or Zelensky saying he won't negotiate unless there's a different president of Russia. That's going to prolong the conflict and kill even more people. Now, if if I actually wrote that in a blog, just as a for instance, am I now on a State Department list? Mm, right. I don't know. And and, and whether they uh, sanction me or not, am I just on a list, which, as Taibbi points out, can be a real pain in your ass? I don't know. Well, it's like, did I get a friend of mine on a list by joking in the uh, the bank transfer that it was for meth? Did that get on some sort of DEA list of some sort? I mean, any political support in, what was the phrase, Um, in any way, you're on the list. Hang on now. (laughs) That's crazy, and it got no attention, none at all. USA Today pointing out that these rent-a-banks can be a little dangerous. I uh, hadn't heard this term, but it's uh, you need to borrow a little money. Your credit ain't good, so you go to these rent-a-banks that can have currently sometimes triple-digit interest rates. Now, that's a high interest rate on a loan. 
I'd Talk say. about that, among other things. Also have a great Swedish analysis of the New York Times. It's about COVID, but even if you're sick of COVID, you'll like the, the kicking the New York Times gets. Love it's it. pretty entertaining, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. President Biden pardoned thousands of convicted marijuana users, and it feels like maybe he celebrated with them a little because yesterday Biden gave a speech at a car factory and opened with this. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Wow. Well, let me respond with two words. Jesus H. Christ. was then heard criticizing reporters at the White House for shouting questions at him. Questions like, what year is it? And who's the current president? (laughs) Also, they weren't reporters, they were doctors. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's Come on. So, first of all, don't buy your chihuahuas on payments. That's just a tip. (laughs) Is this why we were talking about pet stores last week? Yeah. My my, mm-hmm. my mind is going because of my low T, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why we were talking Indeed, about the pet, pet store loans. Yeah. So this particular one that they're focusing on in the USA Today, this... See, look at this story. You probably react to it the same way as me. This mom who bought the $2,700 Chihuahua makes $30,000 a year. Don't wow. buy Don't buy $3,000 dogs if you make thirty grand a year. Wow. Just don't do that. No matter what the interest rate is. Oh. Just don't do that. How are you supposed to help someone like that? So the well, crime in this story is supposed to be the fact that they gouged her on the interest rate? Yeah, that's yes. not cool. But how about the fact that you got a woman who she said her daughters really wanted the chihuahua and she just couldn't say no. All right, well then you're a freaking moron and a bad parent. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sounds I shouldn't a little have to bail you out for that. I hurt. <laughs> She makes $30,000 a year. She's a full-time college student with three kids, and she bought a nearly $3,000 freaking chihuahua. And she doesn't even bother to read any of the fine print or anything like that when she buys the chihuahua and didn't figure out until quite a bit later that the interest rate on that loan was 139%. That's reasonable. 139%. (laughs) Is that the APR? Yikes. It would take you for every annual interest rate of 139%. Take you forever to pay that off. At the minimum payment. In fact, I'm sure you couldn't uh, pay it off. But anyway, the point of the story is how they, uh, they're they gouging you with those loans, which is, you know, is a story. But God dang it. If you have to buy a pet on credit, you can't afford the pet. But the fact that the USA Today thinks that that is the sympathetic person to trot out for their story. Right, yeah. There is a real undertone there of nobody is responsible for themselves and their their you know activities. Exactly. Their deeds. Wow. Yeah, that, that well let's you know, read Thomas Sowell. That's definitely a part of the left. Uh different story. Came across this Swedish analysis of the New York Times pandemic reporting, specifically about Kids and vaccinations. I just thought this was absolutely fantastic. It's somebody who uh, does this for a living in Sweden. I'll just read it to ye. 
This summer, American parents received a long-awaited message. Months, years of waiting were finally over. Finally, they could vaccinate their toddlers against COVID. You remember me railing about this? Right, yeah. In any case, that was the picture that the New York Times' 9 million subscribers got of the situation in American households. It's finally their turn, the newspaper exclaimed in an article. I remember that. The wait is over for families, it cheered in another text. For a reader on the other side of the Atlantic, says the Swedish researcher, the reporting on infant vaccination appeared somewhat puzzling. In most European countries, citizens had long since stopped caring about the pandemic. And in Denmark, the head of public health, Soren Brunström, had even said that it was a mistake at that point to vaccinate children between the ages of 5 and 11. This is why the New York Times is saying, the wait is finally over. To jab babies. But for the New York York Times and its subscribers, this was a big event. When the magazine asked its its readers to send in stories about what it was like to live with unvaccinated toddlers. Oh, my Lord. They received 1,600 responses. Several of them said that their children had never been allowed to play with friends or meet their relatives indoors. Oh, no. Oh, now I'm sad. That is abuse. At the end of the summer, the first numbers came out on how many Americans had actually gone and vaccinated their toddlers in the first month. This was what I was talking about. And it turned out that fewer than 5% of American children under the age of 5 had received their first injection. Not so long ago, those kind of numbers would have been thought-provoking in a newspaper like the New York Times. Did we have an incorrect picture of the mood of the country? Was there something we didn't see? Was there a perspective on the issue that we missed? But it no longer works that way, says this researcher. Wow, well said. No self-reflection on, we made a really big deal on how everybody is just dying to get their infant vaccinated. Then it turns out practically nobody did. Maybe that's an interesting story on its own. But no follow-up. Boy, and those people who denied their children any human contact out of their COVID obsession, they need involuntary intensive mental therapy because they are freaking nuts. Or they're so wildly, they, they're delusional. They're in a cult. God, that makes me angry. The, what is the, your problem? How could, how could, uh, you know, are I, you I, utterly I, unable to balance risks, to understand what risk is, what risk and reward are, that there are costs to everything you do, every moment of your day? How can you not comprehend that? There is that end of it. And then there is the, media coverage of the whole vaccination thing where it was uniformly acting like parents were just couldn't wait to get their kids vaccinated when it was clear that that wasn't the truth yeah yeah well it's just so obvious the new york times and similar publications which obviously are dependent to a large extent on blue straight blue state progressives they're afraid to state what is so clearly true that the teachers' unions and those parents were either greedy in the case of one or had lost their minds in the other and did something terrible to their children. Something so terrible it may never heal completely. You know, it would They're make not going to say that. You know, it would make your kids happy. A $3,000 chihuahua. I suggest you buy it on payments. Jiminy. <laughs> the world has lost its mind. <laughs> if you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So first there's volatility and there's unsettling volatility. Um, volatility when things go up and down and on the whole you're better off over time but that's not what we've had this year we've had unsettling volatility because we've had the stock market down by anything from 20 to 30 percent we've had bonds which are supposed to safeguard your investment also down by about 15 percent so there's been nowhere to hide that's why people feel insecure that's why they look at their retirement plans with concern so this is this guy i don't know if i'd ever seen him before muhammad l iran iran um who is on face the nation i just thought it was interesting that they chose him to be their go-to economist i mean there are a lot of economists out there that you could talk to and they chose this guy and face the nation is usually a uh um, left center left sort of uh, news show but this guy did not have a, a lot of great news about what the administration is currently doing and where we are economic wise let's roll on a little bit here the president is right. We are currently on what I think of as a bumpy journey to a better destination. 
and we need to navigate both the journey and get ready for the destination. There is a possibility that the Federal Reserve makes another mistake and that that bumpy journey actually changes the destination. That's why the, the markets are on edge. Another mistake. Biden's Fed made a mistake, you say. Is it your perspective that the Federal Reserve has already made a series of mistakes, either not acting fast enough or overreacting? So it's made two big mistakes that I think are going to go down in the history books. One is mischaracterizing inflation as transitory. By that, they meant it is temporary, it's reversible, don't worry about it. That was mistake number one. And then mistake number two, when they finally recognized that inflation was persistent and high, they didn't act. They didn't act in a meaningful way. And as a result, we risk mistake number three, which is by not easing their foot off the accelerator last year, they are slamming on the brakes this year, which would tip us into recession. So yes, unfortunately, this will go down as a big policy error by the Federal Reserve. Yeah, that was interesting that he said the Federal Reserve has made two historic mistakes. Woof. The key takeaway for me was this. Inflation will come down major. The question is, does it come down with a slowdown in the economy or a major recession? That is the question that's being debated right now. It's not whether we'll have inflation coming down. We will. But it's the cost of that inflation coming down. That's a good thing to know this week because there are going to be numbers coming out. The September numbers are going to come out this week in the next couple of days. Almost certainly pretty likely that they're going to show inflation going down. And that's going to be the big headline for all your drive-by media. He's making the point, yeah, of course it's coming down. They've raised interest rates so much, they're choking off the economy. Of course it's coming down. The question is how much damage was done by a lot of the inflation that they allowed to get out of control. How much damage is done by having to choke off the economy? That's the question, but that's not the way it's going to be looked at. You know, Biden will be out saying, look, inflation, my policy is inflation. Yeah, the policy of choking off the economy. So how much pain are we going to be in for how long? That's the thing to look at. And what really frightens me is the prospect of other, you know, outside, you know, events and occurrences really doing damage to the markets and the economy, the rest of it, you know, specifically warfare, China making an ugly move. I mean, we're in a position where we spend all our money on cocaine and hookers and then a tree falls on the house. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's bad that a tree fell on the house, but we would be in much better shape to deal with it if we were not already in such, uh, you know, dire straits. Yes, Hunter Biden. The cocaine oh, speaking, and of Hunter, plan. speaking of Hunter Biden, we're not going to have time for it today. Jonathan Turley did some really interesting writing about Hunter Biden over the weekend that maybe tomorrow, but too much to talk about today. Hunter, oh, uh, you're a loser. That's pretty much the summary. Um, <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. Um, inside Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse struggles, as long as we're talking about the economy and certainly Northern California and tech are closely tied. Skepticism, confusion, frustration inside Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse struggles. A bumpy year, they say. That's what Facebook is now? Yeah, meta. Okay. Last, last October, when Mark Zuckerberg, chief executive of Facebook, announced that the company would change its name to Meta and become a metaverse company, he sketched a vision of a utopian future many years off in which billions of people would inhabit immersive digital environments for hours on end, working, socializing, and playing games inside virtual and augmented worlds. Of course, they already did that. They had a movie about it. It was called The Matrix. It ended badly. In the years since, Meta has spent billions of dollars and assigned thousands of employees to make Mr. Zuckerberg's dream feasible, but Meta's metaverse efforts have had a rocky start. 
They mentioned that the flagship virtual reality game Horizon Worlds remains buggy and unpopular. They had to put in place what they call a quality lockdown for the rest of the year while they retool the app. Meta employees have complained about frequent strategy shifts that seem tied to Mr. Zuckerberg's whims rather than a cohesive plan. And Meta executives have butted heads over the company's metaverse strategy with one senior leader complaining that the amount of money the company had spent on unproven projects made him, quote, sick to my stomach. (laughs) Wow. You know, I've always felt like Mark Zuckerberg is a bit of an accidental billionaire. If you watch the movie How Facebook Got Started, I mean, because he came up with that the the plan, and it was basically to get laid, and then it took off in a way that he didn't anticipate. He didn't plan it. It took off. He was able to capitalize on it and become a billionaire, but uh, it wasn't his plan from the get-go, and now he's come up with a plan that doesn't seem to be working out very well. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um. So they're expected to unveil a new VR headset at a developer conference tomorrow. The stakes are high, etc. Especially because Meta is hurting in a lot of ways. TikTok is siphoning younger users away from Facebook and Instagram, which are Meta's two big money makers. They're supplying the cash to do this whole metaverse thing. And Apple made privacy, privacy changes to its mobile operating systems that have cost Meta billions of dollars in advertising revenue. Company stock price down 60% in the last year, 60%, which is not just because the market's been bad, but a lot of investors are getting very skeptical that the metaverse will be highly lucrative anytime soon. And in late September, the company announced it would freeze most hiring, and Zuckerberg has warned employees that layoffs may be coming. So, you know, tough times, obviously. Uh, what was it? What did you just say? I want to comment on that. The accidental billionaire. Yeah, was that, 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 that? Oh, yeah. I was just I, I going to say it's funny. Just there's no substitute for experience. You, you young folks listening, first of all, thank you very much for listening. You're smarter than I was at your age. Um, there is just no substitute for experience and the wisdom that comes with seeing the world and seeing patterns emerge and getting perspective. Uh, one of the greatest lessons I ever learned. Was and I think Mark Zuckerberg is is this sort of thing, Jack. Uh, I, I remember years ago, I can picture sitting in my friend Chris's living room with our mutual friend, and we were watching. We were going to watch a slate of college football games, including our alma mater. All three of us went to Illinois, and uh, one of them mentioned that, "Yeah, I've, I'm. I got some bets on some of the games." Blah blah blah. And I said, oh, "Really? How do you do that?" And they introduced me to the whole uh, online, you know, betting thing offshore online betting and i thought yeah you know what i could risk a few bucks here and there it'd be kind of exciting and sure enough i i bet a game or two and i i hit them i i won them both and so the next week i thought yeah i'm gonna I, man, why not well i wouldn't i and i bet on another game and i won and it was not long before i started to think you know i have a real gift for this <laughs> i'm a sage i'm better than other men <laughs> And then, of course, the law of averages and the law of the house winning said, ha, 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 let's enjoy this together, boys. And then, of course, I lost my next three uh, ventures or whatever, and I'm like, I'm no better at this than flipping a coin would be. You know, humbled. And just Zuckerberg hit perhaps the greatest bet, well, certainly since the days of Carnegie and Rockefeller. 
So, yeah, if he got a little hubristic, I could kind of understand that. Well, even, you know, he came up with a platform, and it turned out that grandmas really like to show pictures of their grandkids on there. He wasn't anticipating that. It right. took off into a giant thing. You know, they yeah. say pride goeth before the giant success. I believe that's a. I think that's saying. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I listen, full confession, I've said he's evil many times, so I'm kind of rooting against him, and maybe I'm a little delighted by this. But the other thing is, I mean, here's a quote from one of their uh, investors and experts in the metaverse. Uh, uh, it's easy. Oh, I'm sorry. This is actually a guy who's with Meta. Being a cynic about new and innovative technology is easy. Actually, building it is a lot harder, but that's what we're doing because we believe the metaverse is the future of computing, which may be true. God, I hope not. Not, but it might be. Well, Al, yeah, you're, you're way ahead of me here. I, I staunchly believe, as I've made clear through the years, the conversion of, if I was going to be s- s- fancy, I'd say proximate, but in-person interaction with other human beings being shoved aside in favor of online interaction with other human beings is one of the worst things that's ever happened to homo sapiens. And the further we go down that road, the more unhealthy we, unhealthy oh, we get as, oh. as animals. Without a doubt. To the point of a matrix-ish re- reality. I mean, I wasn't kidding when they were talking about we'll spend hours on end, days on end, in the, engaged in the metaverse. Yeah, do you think people intent on evil won't figure out a way to... Uh, exploit that evil in terms of theft or political control, oppression, yeah. silencing dissent, all of that stuff. I don't even think anybody evil needs to exploit it. It just be a, it'll just be without that. It just be a miserable existence for humankind, which will right. disappear because we stop coupling and having children. Yeah, yeah, we'll just all be masturbating in the metaverse, which you know it's fine as far as it goes, but it's not so good it's, for uh, perpetuating the race. I don't know if you need to do that. Was a coarse term. Frank, uh, talk for Frank Times, Jack. Or something. I don't know. Now's not the time to... You gonna pussyfoot around this stuff, or are you gonna speak plainly, huh? Um, I'm not looking forward to the misinterpreting of those economic numbers coming out this week. That's gonna make my brain hurt. Yeah. The glee at inflation dropping a little bit. Yeah, all that stuff, I feel like uh, I'm worried about it um, the same way uh, most people are, although I'm not living paycheck to paycheck, and I remind myself repeatedly how brutal that is right now. I hear Mm. it from my kids. I mean, they are making serious lifestyle changes because they can't afford their gasoline, Um, but... It's it's the external events that really worry me the most. Ukraine, Russia, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iran. Ate at a restaurant the other night, paid the bill, and thought, this is the tab for, like, if we did a once-in-a-lifetime, you know, 50th wedding anniversary, 80th birthday, some special, special occasion. We just went to a regular restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Inflation is killing us. Ugh. Anyway, um, more on the way. We'll finish strong. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So here's a guy in uh, the outskirts of the San Francisco Bay Area at his Walgreens where um, he did a video. He walked around with his phone showing that practically everything's locked up now. This is what life's like when you allow crime to run rampant. So here we are in Walgreens, and I can't get to any any of the uh, household cleaners. None of the cleaners, none of the laundry detergent. Everything is behind plastic plexiglass locked to avoid being stolen. And here's the air freshener. The air freshener area also is completely behind plexiglass lock. Customer service needed in the air freshener department. Toothbrushes, toothpastes, mouthwash, shampoo, conditioner, eyeliner, and eye products. Selsun Blue. Customer service needed at the All mascara and everything here. How about pet food? Pet food also behind plexiglass that's locked away. How about soap, shampoo, conditioner, air freshener? Everything here. What kind of civilization 
are we living in? They're locking up my toothpaste. <laughs> every mundane object is now locked up because you've decriminalized crime. So you got to get a, and they're always really pleased. I can tell by their uh, their facial expressions. They're really oh. pleased when you interrupt whatever else they're doing to have them come un- walk clear across the store to unlock a five dollar item. Yeah, I know it's shocking. I mean, I know you and I have both had both been uh, patronizing the Walgreens by Union Square in San Francisco for years and years and years. So we were frequently in the city for business. And uh, it was nothing like that. Nothing. Not too many years ago. See, human nature didn't change. So what changed? Gee, I wonder. I know what it is. Lack of equity. That's what changed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It was determined that uh, people of color have less toothpaste per capita or something. No, it's, it's, it's several different things working in concert, I think. Uh, attitudes and, and policy changes and changes in policing and prosecution, the laws in California, and it has yielded a mess. How much time I got, Michael? I got one more thing I want to jam. I think I can do this in a minute. This is just... This was tweeted out as a... Yet another sick example of where we are as a as a polarized nation where everybody's on one team or the other and and you're fully entrenched. So Ben Sass, senator from Nebraska, is resigning as U.S. senator, which really never happens to go run a university in Florida that he thinks is very forward thinking and everything like that. Well, somebody had tweeted out Sass is a former college president with a keen sense of history and constitutional principles. This Ph.D. who was a member of his dissertation committee when he got his Ph.D. tweeted out, as a member of his dissertation committee, keen is not the word that comes to mind. So, and and then somebody else who was in the know on his dissertation from back in the day said, that dissertation, well, this is a mocking quote from someone in the know, that dissertation that I passed that won two different dissertation prizes at Yale that year was bad, actually. Wow. Wow. So this PhD member of the committee who passed him felt a need to come out and say it wasn't actually that good. People are so weak. What kind of petty world do we live in? Sickening. There's a hole in the show, and you know it's time to go. It's time for final thoughts on your feet. Just pathetic. I know, that's what it is. I pity you, you worm. (laughs) Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. I'm sorry, Dr. Worm. (laughs) Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody in the crew to wrap up the show. There he is, our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing the buttons. Michael, final thought? Joe, I'm sure you have your favorite golf club or something along those lines. I just broke my favorite headphones, and I've had these forever. So, yeah, it's just I'm not feeling good right now. That hurts. Any chance of duct taping them together? I don't think so. They they fell and hit pretty hard. Oh, boy. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought for us? Yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals lost over the weekend and thus ends the illustrious career of one Albert Pujols, a historic hitter in his own right, but an even greater man off the field. He did a lot for the special needs community, to which I'm so entrenched. Love you, man. I think you had a great career. Hats off to you. Yeah, it's too bad the good athletes don't get as much attention as the ones that do heinous things. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Jack, a final thought for us? 
Uh, yeah, so my son, uh, he had a bike wreck yesterday and uh, said his ankle hurt. And it's the thing you, you have to deal with as a parent. You don't have any idea if this is like a serious, serious, we need to go to the hospital injury or practically a nothing or somewhere in between. Eight, every case is a conundrum like that. Mm, yeah. Yep. And did he end up going to school? No, he hasn't gone to school. And I so oh here's here's the card I'm going to play. If you don't go to school, we're going to the doctor. I think that's oh. where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, I think that's fair. If it's bad enough to not yeah. go to school. Yeah. Right. yeah. My final thought is uh, I played 36 holes of golf in one day for the first time in probably 15 years. It was a great time with some great guys on Saturday. I've lost the use of my left arm and my right leg, uh, but it was a lovely time. How did that happen? Oh, I hate being old. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. We will see you tomorrow with probably a lot of news. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. They're loco. They're locking up my toothpaste. That's 100 on the crazy meter. What do we want to be? Losers or winners? We need to win. It. You're a loser. Ah. Um, you know, they took their shot, but... Move on. It's unfortunate. Again. Fair enough. Label this segment Jack Armstrong bilingual hero. <laughs> thank you, everybody. They're fine. I want to thank all of the people, all of you guys, to all of you. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.